Hello there! I hope everyone's having an amazing Thursday. I have made a new schedule, so now I'm uploading 7pm every Thursday, same time, same place, and I'm so excited for you to come on for the journey. Before I start, I'd love it if you left me a review, so I'll just talk to you how to do that. So, go onto my podcast show page, you should be on it now, or if you just click back, tap the rating button immediately underneath the podcast description and then drag your finger on top of one of the five stars to leave a rating and this just helps me out so much with discoverability as with anything else online um, it's very dependent with reviews and ratings so I'd really appreciate it to do that for me and click follow just to get my podcast out there a bit more so I've got a really exciting guest today actually and her name is Jess her Instagram username is Meg, and she talks all about money mindset and if you struggle with money or if you struggle with your beliefs around money um, she speaks how she went from working 60 hours a week as a waitress to making £9,000 having £9,000 months um, so her whole beliefs around money has changed she speaks about her journey and she also has a free masterclass called more money more fun on the 14th of april um so yeah i'll leave her um username in the description and you should definitely check her out because she shares a lot of tips around money and how to change our beliefs around money from fear to ones of abundance so yeah let's jump straight into it Hiya Jess, you okay? Hi, thank you for having me. I'm great, thank you. How are you? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'm really, really good, thank you. Okay, so this is Jess and Jess, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, of course. So I am Jess, Jessica Pye. My Instagram is almostnomeg, so people often think I'm called Meg, but I'm actually called Jess. Um, I am a business mindset coach. I'm based in Manchester at the moment. Um, I work specifically with, I would say, heart-centered business owners. So business owners that have a real mission and a real passion to help them scale their business beyond the four-figure, five-figure months, but in a way that makes them feel like they're having the most fun rather than following someone else's strategies that doesn't work with them. Like I help them find what works for them and then makes, I basically make, help them have more money and have more fun whilst doing it. Yeah, that is so good. I love what you're doing because oftentimes in business, we're constantly chasing, aren't we? But it's like, Mm -hmm. sometimes that takes the enjoyment and the fun out of it so I love that you're kind of putting that back into women's lives and like reminding them that's what it should be like definitely like I think the best part about when I was running my well launch my business was I was surrounded by a lot of women coaches who were had like breaking the rules at the forefront of their strategy and I've realized since working with a lot of clients they don't have that like they it was just by coincidence that I had that um so helping them break the rules has been really helpful because often there's so many shoulds and so many I have so many of my clients say like oh but I should be doing this or I need to be doing that and like says who like you get to make the rules yeah that is so true and especially when we do these courses it's like we're expected to kind of fit into this like black and white regime of how it worked for them but that might not necessarily be how it worked for us so going back to that heart-centered feeling is just amazing and 
Jess actually has a masterclass around money. Isn't it called More Money, More Fun? Yeah, it is. I really feel like bringing that more money, more fun, like that, even just that, those four words, I feel like that is really reflecting exactly what I want my business to stand for at the moment. Yeah, I love that. And today's episode is all going to be beliefs around money and how we can become money magnets and also the how. And we'll go into Jess's background of her old beliefs around money and how she's come into achieve so much you should be so proud of yourself because you've come so far and you. you need to give yourself a massive pat on the back because I think was it last month you had a nine thousand pound month yeah February February was oh. a nine thousand month oh that's just insane wow. so obviously something had to happen to change that right so yeah. how do our beliefs around money affect our money reality this is such a good place to start because I, I'm betting now everyone who's listening to this is like, oh, £9,000 a month that she must have. That that mustn't have just been coming from someone like, I don't want to say normal, but someone from like a non-money background. Yeah. Um, I've been very lucky in my life in the sense I've always had enough, always been supported by my family, but I definitely wouldn't say I had more than enough. Mm. You know, I was... I've had a job since I was 12. Um, my mom made me get a job when I was 12 in a hairdresser's. Oh my God. I know. And like, she looks back now and she's like, I don't know why I made you do that. That's awful. You were so young. <laughs> but I've very much worked. And this is the thing though, this is going to link back to the beliefs. I very much worked for my money, mm. which then created a huge belief that you had to work really hard to make money. Mm. And so when I, the, mo- the main thing I should I say about why our beliefs around money affect our money reality is because there's a massive difference between conscious want and unconscious belief so you could be sitting here just like I was a few years ago saying oh well I want money so my mindset must be in the right place because I want more for myself I want a lot of money but that's consciously and the conscious mind is around five percent of our brain the unconscious mind makes up 95 and actually until we were around the age of 12 we only had an unconscious mind and basically what that means for anyone who doesn't know is in those ages you don't have any rational right rationality or reason you don't have any understanding of what is right or wrong Mm. when you are fed information so you are taking in everything from the world like you're brand new on this earth you're taking in everything as fact. So if you are brought up in a surrounding where maybe money is to be feared, money is mm-hmm. hard, money doesn't grow on trees, yeah. all of that, you'll take that as fact. And then maybe you get to your twenties or, you know, late teens or thirties even, and you'll decide to want differently, but then your subconscious mind has been carving those neural pathways in your brain for decades. Mm. So deciding to want differently tomorrow isn't going to rewire those pathways Mm. because your brain will take the path most traveled. So it's more about you carve away every day, basically. Mm. (laughs) And but that is why our money beliefs affect our reality, because what you believe about yourself is what you accept into your life. So your standards of anything in life are often reflected by the beliefs you hold. Yeah, it's really interesting what you say about childhood with um you know that phrase money doesn't grow on trees um that was something that was instilled into me like growing up and it's only when you say that now that I can think back and be like yeah that kind of was the whole thing about money when I was younger it was like it's kind of like the scarcity mindset and it's like 
it's that fear around it and it's like that can off in adulthood that can mean when you do get money you just don't know what to do with it you just spend it all or you don't know how to save and it's like you're not used to having that no exactly and it's just like oh that's too expensive blah 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 but obviously it's like not our parents but it's just the way that they've been you know that they've been brought up so I think is really important to kind of um change those beliefs and that struggle so how would you say the best way is to like move past that struggle and that sort of lack mindset around money so the first thing I would say is identifying it is the first step so now that you consciously want money you have identified that there's something that maybe needs to be changed if that's not being reflected in your reality and this is going to sound so law of attraction which is so true anyway but I know not everyone resonates with that so I'm going to try and break it down into the most like pragmatic way Mm. your brain listens to what you tell it and if you believe that you are in lack if you believe that you don't have enough or that you're going to be broke forever whenever you see evidence towards that you will see that as like well yeah I must be right I must that must be true then obviously this is why because why would this happen and then anything good that happens to you that kind of counteracts that argument you'll see as coincidence but the opposite is true as well so if you decide and you choose and it is a choice to that you're going to be successful even if your reality right now does not say that anything you see that contributes to this you'll see as evidence so if you get if you win something if you find a penny on the street anything you see if you believe that your life is working to make you successful and if the universe or whatever you believe in is conspiring in your favor you'll see that as evidence and then anything that contributes against it so maybe you get an unexpected bill maybe you you don't realize that you bus passes one out and you got paid for another one whatever you will just see that as coincidence so it's about recognizing that you might see the opposite right now but once you choose to believe it your brain will start to listen yeah that is really really interesting and following on from beliefs about money how do you believe that our beliefs hold us back like in what way do they hold us back the most would you say I would say that when we look back so obviously if we don't believe that we can do something we wouldn't try yeah so if you or we'll try but we'll either self-sabotage or we'll give up so something that I say to my clients every day well not not every day often about showing up every day mm. um is if you believe that you're going to earn let's say a five thousand pound month if mm. you believe you're going to earn that then and you don't know what day that's going to happen on but you know that it's fact, you will show up every single day as though that is the day that you could have that £5,000 month, even if it's the last day of the month. Mm. But if you believe that it's not going to happen, you might try for half the month and then that will be your evidence. Well, it's not happened yet. It's not going to happen. So I would say that's how it holds us back because when we don't believe it, we don't have that motivation to actually make it happen because it's basically like winning a losing battle. Mm. Yeah, that is really true. And everyone talks about like being a money magnet, money magnet, but what is actually a money magnet, like in your opinion? I would say, well, what first thing I want to say is just on that note as well, it is whatever you believe it is. So if you if you resonate with that, then take it. But if it just doesn't feel like the right label for you, then also that doesn't mean you can't earn money. Yeah. Um, I would say it's when you're an energetic match for money. And what I mean by this is 
you're on the vibration of attracting money and you feel safe around it, you feel secure. Now, what I don't mean is that you're going to feel like that 24 hours a day yeah. because we are human and we are here to we're here to feel every emotion and all of those lower emotions do lead us to the next parts as well so you can be a money magnet and feel completely in lack today but it's going to teach you what needs to be healed in order for you to become stronger at creating a, the desired financial reality yeah so is it about kind of getting on that on that same frequency and energy as people who are receiving that or is it kind of like working on those beliefs and yourself to kind of feel like you're worthy of that I think it's both mm. so I think they go hand in hand so with the obviously if you are being run by subconscious beliefs that are saying you are not worthy of money and you don't deserve it or it's never going to happen for you there's going to be a massive disconnect between wanting to be this money magnet yeah. and becoming this money magnet but I would also say that when I, I struggle to discuss like the vibration side because I sometimes can feel like it feels very inaccessible. Yeah. I would just say that it's about feeling good around money. Yeah. Good about it. But that can be up and down and it can change. And also feeling good about money doesn't always mean that you have to be in a good mood. So if you believe that you can only make money when you're quote unquote in alignment, that is what will happen yeah. something that I've really really learned this year is that I can make money on my worst days yeah I can make money when I'm in the doctors on my fourth round of antibiotics of the year or mm-hmm. crying from a horrendous therapy session or anything like this because I believe that it doesn't change my financial reality oh that's really interesting you say that like it doesn't matter what emotion you're feeling because you work deeper than that and you know that you're deserving of it no just as you as a person you know yeah. just because you're feeling low it doesn't mean it's not going to come to you then so it's really interesting exactly. and, and that's, that's why I, yeah oh, go. go ahead Sorry. I was just going to say that's why I struggle sometimes to talk about being on like the vibration whilst I do I do believe it and I definitely can feel when I'm on that vibration Mm. however that doesn't mean that's the only time I make money I've made money when I've been having a meltdown about not deserving the money Mm. and I've still seen the money come through so that's where you know when we look at like the secret and the law of attraction yeah the secret is literally what started this whole journey for me so I can't bash it but I don't agree with you have to be in a good mood you have to be in a good energy because if you're looking at the law of attraction if you believe you have to be in a good energy then of course you have to be in a good energy but if you believe that you can earn it whenever then Mm. that's what you'll see yeah that's really interesting actually how that kind of limits us just Mm -hmm. yeah it's really it's something that with the secret I, I think it's amazing as well like it it, I've watched it I've read the book so many times and I've read like all of Rhonda Bynes books but it's just like it's all just about the thinking and the thoughts and whilst yeah. I do agree with that she talks nothing about taking action towards that and I think that's like a massive missing I think that's like the missing piece in it all um, yeah, definitely. so yeah there's like, obviously it's served both of us but there is like obviously take it with a pinch of salt isn't it like take the good from it and then just kind of make it work for you yeah I think it's a really great starting place and it is it does simplify it a lot for anyone that is wanting to do more work on their money reality I would highly recommend anything from Amanda Francis so she writes the book Rich as Fuck Mm. and 
that was probably last year I'm sure we'll talk about what changed for me recently but that was one of the biggest things last year and, I, and I'm, I've just this month April invested in my second course from her just this year alone really it's, it's insane yeah wow okay so what was her name Amanda Francis so she has a book what was the book called? yeah and so the book is called rich as fuck yeah and she has loads of online courses like programs stuff like that she's like a multi-millionaire but she came from like a very standard home yeah well that's really interesting I'll definitely look into that is there any other books that you recommend as well like on this kind of topic definitely so the one that literally if there was a book that changed my life it was you are a badass by Jen Sincero really um she that book is the reason that we are sat on this call like without a doubt because when I was working in my hospitality job as a waitress and it was like I'm pretty sure it was around Christmas time so it was the 45 the 50 the 60 hour work weeks Mm. I was sat on the bus to and from work and on my lunch breaks reading her book um she has two of two versions she has you are a badass and then she has you are a badass at making money that was the first money mindset book I read and that's what also started this whole money journey off um but if you're looking for the kick up the arse to actually go after what you want and the belief that you can, you need to read that, that you are a badass. Cause I would, I planned out, well, I originally thought all Mystic Nomad would be a podcast to begin with. Yeah. Um, so on my lunch breaks and plan out this whole podcast, and then it actually became a blog and Instagram and now my coaching business. Ooh, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, that is definitely something that I'm I'm gonna go buy it tonight I will yeah no, you have to you have I to I literally yeah. would gift it to everyone if I could really it's it's one of the ones I've got I've read so many self-help books but it's just one of the ones that I just it's the yellow cover isn't it you know what it put me off the yellow yeah. cover put me off yeah and I just, have a, yeah. yeah go on sorry and I've just never picked it up I don't know why but like this is like my push in the right direction to be like so would you recommend reading in a different order or like the one just about not money first and then about the money one yeah I would recommend the generic one first and then the second one um but just saying that with the yellow cover she definitely has like a very it's a little bit of a cringy writing style I personally believe but I've read it like four times so it's clearly not held me back (laughs) (laughs) well it helped you and I guess she's kind of maybe she's written it in that way to kind of get a certain point across and like Yeah. yeah so let's talk about the how because obviously you said about waitressing and your 60 hours work a week how did you go from that to where you are now like I'm so interested so I feel like it sounds so much more dramatic than it is um but I'm okay with that because I think it feels a lot more realistic and achievable um so I studied fine art at uni so as I said got a job when I was 12 I've had jobs since then Um, And then I got a job in hospitality as a hostess just before I started uni. And then I studied fine art. So I was very supportive in like doing whatever I wanted with my life, which I'm super grateful for. Um, And it was all, all of my work was about the law of attraction, spirituality. It was big neon sculptures, but the titles were like my journal prompt entries and very much emotional and connected with that. Um, And I was working part-time in a restaurant. The restaurant had multiple branches. So I was in Nottingham at uni and then I'd come back and worked at the Manchester one in the summer and over Christmas. And then when I finished uni, I went to work at the same place, but in Manchester as a waitress. And 
I basically had to do a residency. I got invited to do an artist residency back in Nottingham. I did my first ever workshop on the law of attraction. And I remember saying that I wanted to do a TED talk one day and that that was like the seed was planted, mm. that, that this is what I wanted to do. And I just knew like something about fine art never fully resonated with me. It just didn't feel completely true to me, but I didn't know mm. what the other options were because I hadn't felt what I feel now. Mm. I just thought that's how it feels to go about life. Like I didn't know there was more. Um, and I remember I quite liked my waitress job, um, but I remember always just never understanding, like I stayed in a waitress job until like I'm 25 in a month um, until I was like, well, I still work in hospitality now, but we'll get to that in a minute. Basically, I stayed in hospitality because of the freedom, because you didn't have to work a strict hourly like day nine to five I could have my days I could do things with my days but my mum and dad were definitely like when are you going to get serious like when are you going to get a real job and it really frustrated me because I did not resonate at all with this idea that we have to work five days a week to have two days of freedom yeah I know it sounds so cliche but I just didn't understand it like how is that life mm. like how is that what we're supposed to do here it made no sense to me um, so just before lockdown, like the Christmas before lockdown, I decided to make an Instagram. What This is what I was saying with the podcast. I've just read that book. Yeah. Um, and I just started making this Instagram with a blog alongside it, sharing about the law of attraction. At that point, I was on my personal Instagram just telling people, do you want me to send you a PDF about the law of attraction for free? I just want to tell you about it. Um, and then over time so then we had lockdown so I really was able to throw myself into it I trained as a coach but I didn't have any intention of being a coach I just wanted to learn yeah. and I use human design a lot with my clients and now looking back actually it makes a lot of sense my human design is very experimental just likes to know everything so of course I wanted to do a training course to be a coach <laughs> um, but I was on furlough worked when when lockdown stopped worked a little bit you know all that I didn't launch my business properly until the end of 2020 um and then that it was very much up and down from there so I launched it on the last day of the year and then worked uh, on and off like one day two days a week was very lucky because I was still getting furlough at that time and then when furlough stopped I decided to quit my job mm -hmm. now I had 10 pound months when I quit my job it did not go to plan mm. and it wasn't like zero to 9k months it was zero to 2k to 4k to 10 pound to 90 pound it was not consistent because I didn't know how to run my business and I did not believe that I needed to ask anyone else for help I didn't invest in myself I didn't invest in my business and it wasted so much time for me but if we're looking at what actually got me from the 60 hours a week to the 9K months, it was working every single day in lockdown, not in a hustle mentality, but knowing that I was going to use this for what I wanted and loving it, but also working really fucking hard. Mm. Then having enough of a vision for when, you know, lockdown was coming to an end and I was going back to work to want to make it into something. I'd been building my personal brand, which is something I speak about when we look at strategies with my clients. This is what I'm doing in my group program, Magnetic at the moment. Mm. And then when it got to like, I can't have another 10 pound month, you know, I'd moved out into my own flat and I had like a four figure rent to pay per month. 
10 pound was not going to cut it yeah. I got another job in hospitality and this is why I talk so strongly about removing the need I removed the need from needing money for my business I invested my prop my profits back into my business and stopped using it as pocket money and I saw my business absolutely skyrocket because I was finally in the mindset where I realized this is actually how I want my business to grow. My business was never going to grow if I was constantly using my money that I was earning to pay my rent. Mm. Yeah, that's really interesting how you use that. You went from using that to like have pocket money and then now you want to use that to invest back into you. And then obviously that's when you've seen the growth and you weren't seeing the growth when you exactly. were just using it to pay for just stuff in your life. It makes total sense when you speak it out loud but I guess you can probably relate when you're going through it you see a bit of money from your business and you're like oh like I want to spend it on this oh, yeah. or I want to spend it on my rent or like and obviously we need to do that stuff but to make our business grow we need to invest inwardly don't we yeah. definitely and I think as well at the start of your business you know you've just you've you've struggled with money for your life and then suddenly you're making thousands a month out of something that you've created of course you want to spend it on yourself you know this is why you made the business but mm. what I think a lot of new business owners do too soon is think that it's going to be consistent when they've only seen one or two months and I was majorly triggered when someone said that to me at the mm. time because I was like well I'm just going to manifest it but you can't manifest it if you don't know how to run your business in a proper way yeah like actual scalable things for me it was very much turning up and going oh what do I want to do today what do I want to launch today that is very different to how I run my business now and I believe that is what has allowed me to make consistent income because I know what I'm launching in July I know what I'm launching in December and I know months ahead how I'm going to do that which allows me to then make that money with less of a stress because I'm not having to wake up and go oh my god what do I need to do today to make some money Oh, that's really interesting how you've used strategy to kind of basically plan out your whole year and you know where you're going to be on each month. And I'm yeah. sure a lot of people do not know at all what they're going to be doing, you know, in August or what they're going to be doing in October. But I think the fact that you've now got a strategy and it's really clear and you've got that clarity around what you're going to be doing there and what you're going to launch there. And that's been so valuable to you and the progression of your business. 100% and I am not a planner I am a planner when it comes to like holidays but um my my plan for the year is not like carved out day by day it's like mm -hmm. I might launch this in September but those things get get stronger and stronger I actually showed my plan on my most recent paid masterclass the fundamentals of business I showed the whole group what it looks like because April is planned out pretty much day by day yeah May, I'm going traveling. I'm not doing a single day of work <laughs> um, because I'm going away, but I'm not giving myself that because I've not been on holiday since 2019. Um, so I'm so excited. But those, like, it trickles down in the sense of it's not super, it doesn't have to be as complicated as it sounds. That's what I like to help my clients with as well. Because when you think, I, are you going to plan out your year? It, feels so overwhelming but when yeah. we actually work through it it's very much fun based again it's coming back to that fun and coming back to like what do you want the year to look like let's start there mm, that is so true and how do you think your feeling towards money has changed from looking back at yourself those years ago to where you are now I would say and you're probably not going to believe this I don't feel that different about it 
really because there's still so much work to do so I say that in a in a compassionate way to myself but I literally today uncovered a mindset belief a a money belief Mm. around how my identity for so long has been worrying about money that it doesn't matter how much I earn that that habit habitual like habitual thought process is still so strong I am I've got a story actually so in Jan and also like I'm making money it's not that my reality is saying that but it's the inner work and this is why the inner work is so important when it comes around to this and why my for me money mindset work is daily it's not okay I've finished now it's how am I going to get to my next level so my story is I launched my it's a best-selling course money mindset magic in January seeing the most incredible results it was a multi-four-figure launch and one of my best friends who actually paid and got into this she came to visit in February bearing in mind this was my highest month ever and we were sat across this table we'd been for this beautiful like seven course tasting menu she runs her business she's smashing it we were celebrating ourselves she'd watched me run a full month-long course all about money and she sat across the table and saw me stressing out over a bill that I knew I could pay Mm. and it made me realize like that month whilst it was my highest month it was probably my most uncomfortable month because I did not know how to deal with that Mm. I didn't like the younger me that's still inside me she doesn't understand that nine thousand pounds a month can be an energetic minimum she she's like what the fuck is going on Mm. (laughs) but what I would say about how I feel towards money now versus then is those days of struggle are much less yeah like yeah we'll still dip into it we are human like I'm never gonna punish myself for having those like low mindset days but my goals now is like 30,000 pound months Mm. whereas two years ago my goal was a 3,000 pound month Mm. so the fact that those month those goals are even part of my reality just shows you how step by step by step you can expand your money reality yeah that is so interesting um thank you for sharing that and before you go I love this conversation but let's talk about business so what would you say your main struggles of money were when you first started your business the first one I would say was not investing in myself and not believing it was necessary so obviously that's like an a not a struggle internally but something I wish I could change this it's obviously never going to not sound cliche a coach telling you to invest in a coach do with that what you will but Mm. if I could speak to younger me right now I would say don't wait 10 months before you invest in a business coach I invested in myself in many ways but the actual investment in a business coach that took me so long and it wasted so much time because I, I didn't see very much growth in that time and then the 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 week I invested in that business coach that is where everything started to like go up really yeah and then not knowing how to properly run my business and scale it like I said I didn't have any plans I didn't know any strategy but I was a business coach so I couldn't help my clients in the way I wanted them to so investing in me in myself allows me to be a better coach now like I I'm a strategy queen when it comes to helping my clients I'm usually the one that well I'm always the one that knows more than them which is why they hire me Whereas I was more just on the mindset side last year and the strategy side was a big gap for me. Yeah. 
that's so interesting and it's definitely something that I want to look into as well um like investing in a coach for me because like coaches need coaches and like I think people think that coaches know everything but it's Tony Robbins like coaches like some of the most successful famous people in the world yeah Tony Robbins coach is my coach so I'm buzzing really (laughs) not one-to-one yeah Um, just like the investments don't worry imagine (laughs) she's charging way more than she is yeah so it's just like everyone needs coaches and I think as Ollie said about therapy earlier it's just like there shouldn't be such um, a stigma around all of this like everyone needs everyone needs everyone should reach out if they need to and everyone should ask for help when it's needed and also like prematurely as well because obviously you said you waited so long to mm-hmm. kind of invest that into yourself and you wish you could tell your younger self like just do it now so yeah if anyone's listening and is thinking of reaching out and like investing yourself from this chat yeah. you should definitely do it definitely and like you said that investment doesn't have to be in a coach like from my personal experience when I did invest in myself the first investment I made was in a relationship coach to look into my relationship with myself and my Mm self-worth and that was massively helpful but it didn't help my business Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't change it for the world I just wish I'd also invested in a a business coach sooner Mm -hmm. but the therapy this year has absolutely changed my life so that is just as much of an investment as well but if you're looking to expand your business I would definitely say invest in something to do with your business (laughs) yeah definitely I think obviously therapy as well and doing the inner work is just so important as well because I feel like if you've not got the right mindset and outlook your business isn't going to do well as well so I feel like they both come like very much hand in hand definitely and I guess as well like me for example on my on my side me going to therapy and having to navigate running a business and maintaining high income months whilst also unpacking things that I didn't even know were there Mm -hmm. in my mind in my life has been really difficult so I know now that when my clients come to me and if they are navigating the same thing I know how they feel and I know how to guide them in the best way I can Mm -hmm. to know that they can do both because often we think it's one or the other and I've definitely felt that fear this this year but it isn't one or the other and actually this is where you know I was I posted on my story the other day I was punishing myself for having a lower month in March when actually January February and March I made more than my whole income as a waitress in 2019. Mm -hmm. But it's about measuring over the longer period of times, not just the day or the week or the month. Yeah, that's so true. And not and like daily efforts add up. I think we sometimes look at our days and like, oh, like what have we achieved today? But those one percent, so I always say these one percent oh all add up so much. And that's actually really interesting what you say there, because that was something else I wanted to add about what's changed, what what helped me grow that that oh my gosh, what helped me grow my business to that those kind of months. Yes, it was invested in myself, but you can't ignore the fact that I'd been showing up every single day for two years. And the the lessons I'd learned from that on like overcoming my fear of talking live on Instagram, overcoming my fear of doing live masterclasses, learning how I want to speak to my audience and learning how I want to show up and the voice I want to have, that couldn't have happened overnight. That had to have happened over those days. Yeah, exactly. I think it was, I've been following you for a while now and I'm just loving seeing your journey. But it was so interesting when you put out the post of like you doing a live for the first time and then you were like quite nervous, you know, as you would be and like the fears around that and then you doing a live now and like the confidence that beams out of you and the things that you've learned from that. So it was just so good to see your growth and we're not going to be perfect when we start. I think what is the best thing to do is having imperfect immediate 
action. Yeah, 100%. And that's why I'll never, I never will delete any of my past posts. So if anyone wants to go onto my Instagram and scroll right to the bottom, you can see every single post that got me to where I am now. And that's why I do like to post them in a bulk as well, like a carousel of all the different videos, because I was terrified. Like it going live was on my vision board because that was the only way I'd make myself do it. Really? And now I love it. Now I'll go on it like impromptu. And that's my favorite way to show up in my business. Wow, that's really interesting. I'd love to speak to you more about lives another time and how it's impacted your business. Maybe I'll get you on again. We can speak about that. I'd love to. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining me, Jess. It's been so good to speak about your journey with money and how it's transformed you. And I know a lot of people are going to find it helpful. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I've absolutely loved it. I love talking about money. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really good. I feel like not and that not enough people speak about it and like about the struggles that we have and the beliefs around it like I until going into this whole world of like um mindset and personal growth I'd never heard anything about working on money I just thought that was just the way we are yeah exactly people just think that and the same with like the work the the work life that we're born into like nine to five people just think well that's just how it is like that's Mm. not to be changed but Mm. everything is made up like money doesn't exist paper exists and we exchange paper for things Mm. money doesn't exist that's just just blowing my mind I know that's such a big big one to end on (laughs) also it's all our bank account it's just like numbers and it's just like you can transform that like that does not it's just it blows your mind doesn't it when you actually like yeah my boyfriend said to me yesterday on banknotes, it literally says, I promise to, it's something like I owe, it's like an IOU, like a, a £10 note is an IOU to the bank. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. I don't know. It's like This is all an illusion. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no, Illuminati, like we're literally walking around. Oh, this is a, this is a conversation for another day. Oh my God, that's a whole <laughs> <other> podcast. <laughs> I know literally thank you so much for joining me I'll leave all of Jess's socials and you've actually got your free masterclass is it on the 14th of April yes so more money more more money and more fun it's on the 14th of April it's really going to be all about this and it's not just going to be talking about like the what we're going to be doing journaling we're going to be working through actually removing and rewiring those beliefs and accessing what you truly believe about money Mm. and then also all of my amazing life-changing tips and exercises that will help you leave that masterclass with some real change yeah thank you so much for sharing and I've actually signed up as well and I cannot wait to join you I'm so excited I think this is going to be one of the best masterclasses I've ever done I think yeah I feel it I can feel your energy and it's amazing thank you well thank you so much for having me Thank you. I'll speak to you soon. Okay, lovely. Bye. Bye.